Welcome to Universal Beings with me, Michelle Vickers, where we explore creation, existence, and evolution to help you restore your own human potential. Let's see what the universe has in store for us today. Okay, hello everybody. I'm so glad you're here. I'm excited to to start an exploration and see what they want to share with us today. So let's see what's going to happen. So uh, the first thing I'm seeing and feeling, so uh, Jesus is here and he's going to uh, help us learn a little bit today. He, he's going to, it's like he, he says, he's going to take us on a journey. He's going to take us on an experience so that we can go inside our own selves and explore uh, more of what we have to offer, but also understanding how to bring that out into the world. Okay. So the first thing uh, he wants you to do is just, you know, <laughs> if you're driving, don't do this, but close your eyes and take a deep breath. Uh, if you're driving, just take a deep breath <laughs> and, you know, do your best to relax your body as much as possible and start to really feel into how your body feels in this moment. You know, is it tense? Is it calm? Is it relaxed? Is it sore or uncomfortable somewhere? Um, you know, and and just take that moment to really understand what your body is trying to tell you. Okay. You know, it's interesting as a, as a society, we often, we think our way through things. We don't feel. And so, you know, we'll, we'll look at our, our body in relation to what we did today and yesterday and the day before and what it should be feeling today instead of actually taking a deep breath and allowing yourself to really recognize what's going on and at the end of the day you know for most of us it's challenging to stop thinking it's challenging to stop needing to know uh, because we've we've built our lives on knowing right I mean you think about the people that are close to you, you know, you know what they like to eat, you know, when they like to get to go to bed or when they like to get up, um, you know, all the things about them when they're cold, when they're hot. And at the end of the day, it's your knowing that makes you feel comfortable in your relationships. And what they're saying right now is, you know, it's time to start to recognize the difference between being comfortable and being present. Um, it's, it's completely different. And <laughs> now you can start to really uh, understand what they, what they mean and where that's coming from. You know, um, Jesus is you know, he's the master of compassion and, and, and he holds that space and he embodies that energy. And, and, and that's why he came in, incarnated into a human experience to, to bring more of that energy here, right? So when, when a human being, we all have, uh, as souls, we all were created with a very particular energy and inside of that energy, we hold it in this universe. Okay. So 
it's up to us to express and be that energy so that other people can experience it. So for Jesus, you know, he came at a time when it was very important for people to really understand and recognize that compassion existed, exists, and he needed to anchor it in more. That's why he came when he did. Okay. It's super important to understand that you also came here now because what you have to offer needs to be anchored in now. And that's, you know, right there, that whole understanding really should put into perspective how important you as a human being are um, in existence, but also in the world that we're living in. And that, you know, we all need what you have to offer. But here's the kicker. We don't need you to prove it. We don't need you to justify it. We don't need you to push it on other people. We need you to be it. And by being it, what they mean is, and what he's saying is, you have to embody the awareness and the energy and live it. So for him, compassion led everything he did in his life. And when he didn't lead with compassion, it didn't flow and he had lessons that he had to learn. Okay. And at this point in your journey, it's super important for you to know and, and for you to understand that when you have a challenge, it is your opportunity to learn where you're not being in alignment with who you are, because who you are naturally aligns with the universal flow of abundance, existence, and evolution. It's when we try to prove, when we try to justify, you know, when we try to put all those things together, that there is no flow. It, it becomes like, oh gosh, the way I'm seeing it is, you know, those old um, washboards when you used to do your laundry on a washboard and it's very rough, but it's also going up on an angle. So it's like you're trying to move forward, but you're rubbing up against everything and it's not, f you're going uphill, right? It's not smooth. It's not flowing. And what they're saying is, you know, Jesus in particular, the creator is also here because he, he wants to emphasize the message as well. There's a bunch of other beings. Pan is here. Um, in the last podcast or one of the past ones I did talk about him. He is, um, he's the counterpart to, to Gaia. So Gaia is here and she nurtures humanity. Um, and he, uh, is the spark of life for humanity. So in order for a human being to come into existence, you need to embody both of those energies. So he's here as well. Gaia is here. Um, and there's, there's a number of other star beings, which, um, you know, star beings are beings who, uh, they hold the space, they hold the energy, right? That's their purpose in this universe is to be able to, it's almost like, um, gosh, the way I see it, it's like, uh, they set up an, an energetic space, like a black hole or a, and, and it allows whatever energy that they're focused on, you know, that the creator himself is focused on or any other beings to become amplified so that it can be heard more so that it can be broadcast louder. And what happens when it's heard more, when, when the, the message is, is louder and clearer, 
is more people can receive it, right? And that's why the purer you become in your journey, the more people are going to hear you, the more they're going to react to you because who you are being is in alignment with the universe. And naturally, it's a natural instinct for every human being to be drawn towards humans who are in alignment with the universe right? And then we have the emotional reaction that comes with it, that, you know, sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, I want to do that. I want to be that person. I want to do what they're doing. And sometimes it's, oh my gosh, they're just so blah, blah, and there's so much judgment because we feel fear that we can't ever get there. So we have, you know, a whole bunch of different reactions, right? And what, you know, what they're saying right now is in order for you to begin broadcasting your vibration, in a way that others can hear it so that you're speaking and you're, um, you're doing things that are in alignment with who you are in a way that others will hear you. Others will want to receive what you're offering is that you need to get real with yourself, right? And we've been talking about all the ways to do that pretty much in every, every episode so far. And what they really want to amplify today, what we're going to talk about is, you know, your ability to discern right from wrong. And, you know, this is not um, like the golden rule do unto others as you'd have done unto you, you know, right and wrong is, is, you know, what's right, and you know, what's wrong. And for the next week, week and a half, they really want you to start to recognize where you try to get away with what's wrong so you don't have to do the work to get to what's right. And, you know, it's going to look different in many different cases, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. But that's the point is that you're supposed to be able to recognize these things yourself. And if you were coming in as a fully conscious being, you would be able to know these things. This is, you know, this ability never would have gone away. But because you didn't come in as a fully conscious being, well, you came in as a conscious being, but then lost it based on conditioning, okay? You've created an uphill challenge of sorts in order to reach your ability to broadcast your own voice, to broadcast your own vibration and energy. It's very important to understand that you knew coming in that the experiences you needed, the experiences you were going to have were the ones you needed to become, you know, the voice and the energy that you're meant to. So that part's really important. Now it's time for you to start taking accountability for the person that you're being now in this moment, which is very, very different than, you know, being able to accept that your soul, you know, chose this life for you and you're here and you're having these challenges, you know, and you let your mind come to, to terms with that and really look at life instead of, um, a burden, it's become 
a treasure chest of opportunities, right? Well, we want to take that to the next level. We want to go even further. And it's about helping you understand that in order to reach the goals that you have for yourself, you have to, and I repeat half, you have to take accountability for the person that you're being. Number one, okay, is how you look at the world and how you believe the world is shaping you, right? How the world shapes you is your opinion, right? And it, it's, it's how you react to your experiences. So let's have an example that, you know, you have a friend or you have a, a spouse and you're having an argument and you don't like what that person says, you know, or they're doing something that you don't like. Where does your brain go? Does your brain go to that place where it says, well, they need to stop doing that and they need to know why, and this is what they should be doing, right? Have you decided how other people need to show up in your life for you? Or they're doing something or saying something that bothers you. Do you take that initiative to go, okay, what is it that's bothering me? What makes me really uncomfortable when they say that? Okay, why does it make me uncomfortable? Well, and then you feel into your energy. And, you, and that's when you're able to say, to genuinely recognize who you're being and say, well, I'm scared. Okay, and I'm scared because of whatever it is. And then you can see, ah, and so my fear is making me have a smart remark or a sarcastic remark or making me full on lashing out at the other person instead of being able to say, holy crow, what you just said really scared me. It actually took me by surprise. And I realized that the fear is actually from my past and who I used to be. And I'm going to need a minute because I want to move past it. But I, I know that I'm not sure how to do that yet. And can you imagine that if you're having a conversation with one of your loved ones and that's how you approach it, it could even be friends or a neighbor, you know, but your, your approach is with truth, humility, and honesty instead of the go-to blaming someone else for your emotional reaction and experience. You know, accountability is really and truly what will make or break your journey to really reaching your full potential. But more importantly, it's what takes you back to being human. You know, I'm talking full human as you were created to be, not the, you know, nondescript two-dimensional beings that we're being. You know, it's humanity is well, it's pretty messed up. Who are we kidding? Right. And in order to come out from under this place where we're messed up, we have to take accountability for who we're being that's keeping us there in that place that's wanting to stay messed up, whether we want to or not. You know, there's so many people who are who constantly say, oh, you know, I want to be moving so much, like I want to be moving forward so much and I want to be doing this and I want to be doing that. 
But then when it comes to the time where they need to be accountable, they're not doing it at all. That's not very helpful at all. So really and truly right now, it's about allowing yourself to recognize who you're being, not in a judgmental way, because that doesn't help anybody. Not in a way that says, oh my gosh, look what I did. It's horrible. Honestly, get over yourself already because it isn't about that at all. You have to be able to look at who you're being to own it because that's the only way you can change it. You can't change it if you don't see it. And you don't see it if you're not willing to really recognize and take ownership for who you're being. That's the whole biggest challenge really in, in getting to the other side and, and it's being willing to do it every single day, sometimes up to a hundred times a day, you know, sometimes it's 10 times a day, sometimes it's once, but it's willing to do it every single time the energy shows up. That's what makes the difference. You know, it isn't a whole bunch of talk. It isn't, you know, telling everyone or saying to yourself, I want to get there. I want to get there. I want to get there. You're not doing it. So it doesn't matter how many times you say it. If you're not doing it, you're not going to get there. So stop talking about it. Allow yourself to take that deep breath that we talked about in the, in the beginning and just feel how you're feeling. Don't look at your mind and what you should be thinking and feeling. Look at how it makes you feel. When someone says something, do you feel shame? Do you feel guilt? Do you feel scared? Do you feel angry? Why? Do you feel like that person's attacking you? Chances are pretty good they're not. Maybe you've created a dynamic within one of your relationships where you consistently attack each other because that's how you feel you're being heard. But if that's not who you want to be going forward, then you have to be accountable enough to see that that's who you're being now and then change it. Okay. It's not about carrying that dynamic forward and deciding that the other person needs to change for you to have a better life. It isn't about someone else serving your life. You're the one who has the energy and the, the, experience that the universe needs that is you it's no one else's job to serve you it's no one else's job to make you into who you're meant to be that's your job you know as as soul beings when we were created when we first arrived here this is like ancient ancient like way 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 i mean this is like gosh millions and millions billions of years ago you know, we were here to experience different aspects of being human and physical because as souls, there are no limitations. There's only limitations when it comes to being human, but it was a very different experience. You know, back then it was, it was more hands-on, which is funny because, you know, now it's not really hands-on, it's minds-on which is fundamentally different than hands-on. 
you know, that these humans were coming in, they were fully conscious of everything that they could do about the energy that flows through their body, about how they can project that energy to create changes in the atmosphere, to create changes in their body and other humans' experiences. But there was also a fundamental awareness of the balance of the universe, you know, and the goal was always to enhance the balance and to create more opportunities where we would evolve based on being balanced because that's how this universe was created was with the intention to be balanced that's why you were created because there was an imbalance so the universe the creator needed to create you to restore balance that's how it works so how do you create balance by recognizing where it's out of balance which is exactly what you need to be doing recognizing where you're out of balance and if you're blaming someone else. That's not you recognizing where you're out of balance. That's you telling someone else what their role is to bring you back into balance. You can see now how ridiculous that is, right? It doesn't make any sense at all. But yet, that's what our society has taught us. And I'm going to tell you why society has taught us that. Okay, so there's a few beings here that uh, love to manipulate um, and, and don't worry, they can't get in. They can't hurt you. They're not, their intention isn't to hurt or harm. They're, they're back into alignment with the universe and, and moving forward in evolution. But their intention now is to inform and to educate, you know, human beings on how to reform themselves. So, you know, you're going to learn from some of the best manipulators, but it's also recognizing that, you know, a hundred thousand years ago, these guys showed up here. Uh, they were they were influenced by other beings who showed up here, who wanted to see if they could manipulate the human experience for personal gain. Okay, that's really how that this all happened, and it's gone so far that we're now in the time of great change because we have to come back in line. Right, we have to come back into alignment with the universe and the manipulation part of creation, it's time for it to go. Okay. So the creator recognized that and, and, you know, he had two choices. I mean, ultimately he could, he could cease this entire universal experience in, in just a moment of intention, but he believes in his creation. He believes in humanity. He believes in our ability to love. He believes in our ability to discern truth. And more than anything, he believes in our ability to feel our own energy, our own power, our own ability to navigate between right and wrong. And this is where we come back to right and wrong. Because when you're able to recognize where you try to pass a wrong off as a right, that's you saying, I'm not really going to put that much effort in. I'm going to try to slide it, you know, slide this one through. It won't really matter. I'm here to tell you, <laughs> everything counts. Every single thing you do matters. 
Why? Because your soul, your energy is broadcasting out a message to the entire universe that says either I am worthy or I'm not really wanting to participate. So I'm just going to slide this through. And then guess what the universe says? Oh, that's what you're broadcasting? Perfect. That's what we're going to give you back. So you're starting to really understand and really see not only how important it is for you to be and embody integrity, but it's about understanding that integrity is innate within you. You know, it was learned behavior to manipulate. It's learned behavior to try and get away with something that we know we shouldn't. That's all learned, right? Your innate ability to follow truth is stronger than anything. Why? Because as that soul being who's come into human form, knowing you're here to experience your potential, you're here to experience what you're capable of of doing, of feeling, of hearing, of knowing, is that you can do, well, you can do anything you put your mind to, but more importantly, you can do anything that you put your heart into. And, you know, that's the key to today. And that's really what, what Jesus wants you to know, wants you to feel. So we're just going to hold that space right now. And, you know, no matter when you're listening, you could listen to this a year from now, two years from now, you could listen to this every night before you go to bed because it fills you with peace. It fills you with more awareness. And it's a reminder of where you're going that in order for you to embody loving yourself, you must first have compassion and respect. Compassion and respect ensure that you are who you are and you don't need to change yourself, but you're going to change because you want to follow a different path for your future. Feel the difference? When you need to change, it's this burden and it's like, oh God, I have to do this because someone else wants me to do it, right? It's not because you want to do it, because you feel pulled to do it. Because when you feel pulled to do something, it doesn't matter what anybody says. It just happens. And then as the challenges come up through it, you just deal with them and you move on. You know, I'll give you an example. So when I uh, gave up eating meat, because for me, it really and truly affected my ability to communicate with my soul and the universe. And, and I didn't want anything because for me, I would feel the energy of the animal. And I did a test over almost, it was a year to a year and a half. And so I would not eat any meat for a month. And then I would have one meal. And I would then take the next month to explore how my body felt and how that, that food affected my ability to function. And, you know, ultimately, it, when you consume an animal, it's an energy. It, it, that animal had a soul that left when it, when it became deceased, but the energy is still in it, right? So it doesn't matter how that, ener that, how that animal came to pass over. It knew that it was 
going to for the most part, you know, and um, <laughs> that energy, that awareness is strong in the cells of the food that you'd be then consuming. So I would pick up that vibration and it would start to mess with my ability to be me. And so I didn't really like it. And at the end of that experience, you know, it came out that that red meat was about it was about 10 to 12 days that I was affected after eating just one meal. Uh, fish is about two to four days, depending on commercial fishing, wild caught, that kind of thing. Uh, chicken was the worst at 14 days. Um, and that's with, and all of these I was trying were um, full free range, um, organic uh, grass fed. So it was 100% the highest quality meats that you could get. And that was still my experience. So I'm just, and what I'm, what I'm saying is, so it was, it was, that's what led me to make the choice to no longer consume animal product. So what that meant was all of my family holidays had to change because I was always the one that hosted. So, and I would have 21, 23 people at my house for Thanksgiving, for Christmas. And uh, when that changed, you know, I... I had to change how I felt about showing up because at first I was uncomfortable because I didn't want to lose the dynamic of the family getting together. Um, and yet I wasn't willing to compromise my choice to make others feel comfortable. So I didn't want to continue to cook meat in my home for others because I also understood that I didn't want to bring that energy of an animal that is deceased into my home. So um, you know, I would go and to attend the celebrations at other family members homes and I would bring something that I could eat. Um, and, and eventually, you know, that didn't really work either because the conversation would, would end with questions and why aren't you doing this and why aren't you doing that? And what are you eating? And it was very, uh, judgmental instead of just letting my choices be my choices. So it eventually evolved into, I no longer see my family on holidays. Um, we celebrate at different times in the year when we get together and we celebrate around good, healthy foods. And if it's at our home, then it is all plant-based and it's all good food. And, and, you know, the comments are always, Oh, this is really good for vegan. Well, the reality is most meat eaters, most omnivores will eat many, many vegan and vegetarian things. They just don't think about it. As soon as you put a label on it, as soon as we put that vegan label there, they've decided in their mind that it's going to be a bad experience because they're an omnivore and their whole diet is based on meat when really most people's isn't. So you can see how that goes back to what we were talking about earlier in the sense that how you make a choice and you decide that someone else needs to change to show up, right? So their choice is, well, that, that how's that food going to be good if it's not, if it's vegan. So 
it's just an experience that or an example uh, and there's so so many out there of just how you know making changes and creating change in your life isn't going to be comfortable but if it was comfortable it would be the same and if you look at your life right now if you are you getting out of your life and out of your relationships what you want and that's the question you need to ask yourself, not I want it to be comfortable and soft and flowing. You know, it's always it always makes me laugh when when people when people say, oh, I want to do all the changes with ease and grace. Well, it's not easy. It's not graceful. You know, true transformation is being willing to look at the things you don't want to see about yourself as many times they as they come up in one day. You know, it's because the more you see, the more you can change. And the more you get to experience the awesomeness by coming back into alignment and balance with your soul and the universe. Because that's what this whole experience is about. It's about restoring balance, right? Whenever I do any healing, what am I doing with people? I'm helping them to restore their balance. That's what healing is. So right now, the entire planet is experiencing the most dynamic example and experience of healing in existence ever. Nothing like this has ever happened because it didn't need to, because it was fine. And then all of a sudden, everything got so messed up. There was so much manipulation that you can smell it. It's like thick. It's like tar. It's like cigarette smoke thick. And that's not the quality of life was no longer determined by individuals themselves for themselves it became determined by other beings other people other entities and that's when the creator knew it needed to be changed and it needed to be restored so it's about restoring that balance so that human beings, so you sitting there in your home, in your car, wherever you're listening to this, so that you can really begin to understand not only your potential, but it's about how to become that expression of energy that you're meant to be in this world so that you can broadcast that energy so that others can pick up and share it with you and experience it so that they can take a piece of whatever of whatever they learn from you into their own life to help them restore their balance right but you can only share if you're committed to really finding what your energy is not thinking what your energy is because that's a big big difference right thinking your energy to feeling your energy thinking is who you want to be, who you think you should be, all based on all the stories you've read, all the things you've experienced, all the things that people have told you, all the judgments that you have. None of it is pure. The only thing that's pure is how you feel, not your emotional reaction, but how you genuinely feel. So your emotional reaction says, oh my gosh, I need to hurt this person because they are attacking me. But the feeling is, okay, I am scared. What am I scared of? That this person wants me to defend my perspective. 
to defend or wants me to prove why I feel this way because they don't believe that my words are enough. So really, you know, it's the fact that you have taught this person that who you are isn't enough. So it's on you to change that, not the other person. You can't be, you can't turn around to the other person and say, you have to stop judging me. You taught them that it's okay. It's your job to discover how to change that. Anyways, <clears throat> we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of all these dynamics going forward. Uh, keep your eyes uh, peeled in the Facebook group. I'm also going to be sharing a lot of information. The solstice is, is coming up in June, and I'm always super excited about that. It's one of my two favorite days of the year, the December solstice and the June solstice, um, because there's just so much opportunity to shift and become that new person and step more boldly into the energy of who you are and who you're meant to be. And um, today, you know, we made much, we made greater leaps uh, into that awareness of why you want to. Okay. So I'm super, super excited that you're here. And if you're listening to me anywhere other than on my website at michellevickers.com, you can reach me on Facebook at uh, Restoring Human Potential or the private Facebook group, which is Universal Beings with Michelle Vickers. And I'm also on YouTube and I'm sure that I'm missing some. But anyways, uh, let me know how you feel and what you're working on right now. And yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for where we're going as a human race. I, I believe in humanity more than anything. I keep seeing the beauty and the power. I see it in human beings every single day, even when they can't see it yet in themselves. I see it, I feel it. And uh, I know, I know that we got this. I know that we have the power and the potential to rise above this entire dynamic of manipulation. The, uh, the only thing we have to do is just to get everyone onto the side where they're not willing to feed the manipulation. So it's a big job, but I also know that every single human being is ready for it. So, and those who aren't are going to decide that way, but everyone's ready. Whether they want to participate or not is their own choice, but everyone's ready. So I wish you a wonderful week of joy and bliss and hard work and seeing all those awesome truths. Thank you so much for tuning in. Talk to you soon. Bye now.